Priority Talk. And welcome in a brand new edition, Priority Talk Radio, right here on Truth 101 WXJC. And uh, glad to be with you here today. Greg Davis, Nate Williams, Stewart is here, Josh is here. We've got the crew, or I should say they are there, and I am here. Yes, sir. I am broadcasting remotely, um, already in Montgomery as the legislative session begins tomorrow. But for all intents and purposes, for myself, it might as well have uh, started today. Uh, We'll get more into that in just a moment, but let's uh, just check in with everybody because I've been gone out. Nate, you there? How are things, my brother? Things are going great. I'm excited. All right, Stuart, Josh, everybody had a good weekend. Everybody's healthy, wealthy, wise. <laughs> well, I don't know about wise, but, you know, we'll learn oh. something today. Well, yeah, I thought you was going to say something about uh, wealthy. I thought that was going to be the problem. <laughs> hey, if anyone wants to send me money, I won't stop them. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the rain was a problem. My goodness. Um, wow. I mean, yesterday... Uh, I, I can tell some of my experience here in just a moment, but um, I, I was in South Alabama, so uh, so even North Central Alabama was just covered in rain yesterday. Is that true? Oh yeah, almost start to finish. Well, I was in um, this weekend down across South Alabama. Uh, well, I'll just go back. You know, last because I hadn't been on uh, last Thursday. Josh, I love your background there too, man. Josh <laughs> just got the coolest. We're on, we're on Zoom, so now we can all see each other now. Um, and uh, Josh, he's just got like the coolest background. Uh, last Thursday, I headed up to Madison, Alabama, you know, in the Huntsville area, of course, and uh, had a good meeting up there with a legislator and then uh, spoke to a group of pastors there in Madison. A good group, enjoyed that, uh, went to lunch uh, with those guys, left there, drove out to Talladega, Alabama, was at Shaco Springs with a, a group of uh, ministry leaders. Uh, from all across the state and was able to speak to them on Friday morning and uh, was really good, probably 50 to 75 of them, I guess, and they all are uh, ministry coordinators of over uh, multiple churches, probably, gosh, there were probably a couple of thousand churches represented in that room that they, uh, I wouldn't say oversee them, but they they coordinate and work with them and and help plan among uh, churches to do uh, joint ministry together. Uh, then then drove on down to Greenville, Alabama, was there, and then Saturday morning uh, headed over to Luverne, Alabama, down in Crenshaw County, met with a group of about 25 pastors, uh, spoke to them, and then had uh, their state representative was there as well, and uh, that was good, and then drove over to Troy and was there Saturday night, and then Sunday morning, now here's where the rain comes in, uh, I'm in a hotel in Troy, Alabama, Saturday night, and I get up Sunday morning, and I, I'd heard it was going to rain, but I didn't know it was going to be like that. Uh, so, you know, I'm in a hotel and uh, needing to, you know, get my stuff in the car, and it's early in the morning. It's I'm speaking early at a men's breakfast, you know, one of those kind of deals, crack a dawn kind of things. I'm needing to get out of the hotel. It's just raining water everywhere. I mean, <laughs> crazy. Get to the church, have to trudge through a parking lot, you know, just this just is what it is. Did not have an umbrella with me. Uh, did have a, a little rain coat I was able to put on, but it didn't help much. And then, of course, it just rained the rest of the day, but uh, did enjoy that at First Baptist Church of Troy. And maybe we're picking up some new listeners from Troy, Alabama. Wouldn't that be cool? So if you guys are out there, had a great time at the men's breakfast, probably 50 to 75 men there. 
uh, was really a good group. And then I preached in the, uh, the, the 1015 worship service. And there were probably, I'm going to guess, four to 500 probably in that service. So just a great church, had a great time, talked about a lot of important issues. Uh, men's breakfast, we talked about a culture in collapse and, uh, you know, what are we to do as men of God? And then in the service, we talked about um, uh, what it's like, uh, why, and, and how do we help people who find it difficult getting to God, who uh, don't just come to God very easily because of maybe uh, things in their life, circumstances, or choices they've made. And so uh, that was sort of the Sunday morning. Then it was still raining after church, got wet again, and then uh, go to the Mexican restaurant, because isn't that what everybody does after church on Sunday, head to the Mexican restaurant, right? So uh, oh, yeah. headed over there, still raining, got through with lunch, still raining, drove from Troy to Montgomery, still raining, <laughs> had to move into a new place to stay in Montgomery, soaked doing that as well. So, yeah, I was glad to see, it was cooler today, but I was certainly glad to see the better weather. So does that mimic uh, y'all's uh, experience Sunday as well? Pretty much. Yep. It was, it was it was a good downpour. Very wet. Well, I, I am in Montgomery, and uh, this is where I will be a lot in the upcoming days. Uh, if, you listen to, if you've listened to the show in the past, then you know um, this time of year, uh, I stay in Montgomery, and I go to the uh, State House pretty much every day, State House and the Capitol and wherever else in Montgomery I need to be. And uh, as I uh, fulfill my, uh, my role with ALCAP, the Alabama Citizens Action Program, of representing um, and speaking out on behalf of our churches from across the state of Alabama in the State House, um, and that can mean uh, speaking encouragement and life into people, and then sometimes it can uh, it can mean speaking uh, maybe bringing some truth to uh, issues that uh, need some truth shown on them. And so uh, I was in the state house today. the uh, The session doesn't start until tomorrow. Tomorrow's day one, and they have thirty legislative days, but they have one hundred and five days to do them. And so uh, tomorrow will be day one. It's going to begin at noon on Tuesday. Um, I will. It, it, the Senate will, uh, will will commence at noon, and just as last year, I will be opening the uh, the Alabama State Senate in prayer uh, tomorrow at noon. So uh, if you guys pray, pray for me as I pray. <laughs> uh, it's a big responsibility on the first day of the session to uh, to sort of say, hey, let's remember what this is all about. We're here to serve and to lead that prayer. So um, so we're looking forward to that tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday. Let's hit Wednesday. All right. Wednesday's a big day, and I'll be doing some radio interviews tomorrow morning here in the, in the Montgomery market uh, promoting our uh, third annual prayer rally, and that will happen Wednesday at 11 a.m. at the State House Steps in Montgomery. State House Steps in Montgomery. If you just put in your GPS, Alabama State House, it'll take you straight to it. Uh, so uh, that'll be Wednesday at 11, and we will we want to invite any of our listeners who are able to come and be in Montgomery with us. Uh, I know uh, those of you say in Chilton County, it's closer for you. Those of you way up in um, you know some of the you know more northern parts of the state, and especially northwest or northeast parts of the state, I realize it's quite a drive. But if you have a day that you're able to come or want to bring bring some people with you, I'll jump in a car and make a day trip out of it. I always tell the people going north, the prayer rally is at 11. It'll be over by 1130. 
you can hit the Peach Park by noon, all right, headed back home if you'd like. Or you can go on into the state house and go find your representative or your senator, and you can see them. I would do all I could to help you facilitate that if I'm able. But we do expect a pretty good crowd for that prayer rally. And we've got some, uh, some good folks that are going to be uh, leading out in that. I'll just say, I don't think I've said this publicly, uh, pastor from First Baptist Church of Montgomery, Alabama, uh, Mark Bethay, he will be leading one of our prayers. Uh, our very own Paul Brazier uh, from Central Baptist in Trustful, he'll be leading one of the prayers. And then from the Guiding Light Church in Birmingham, Bishop uh, James Lowe will be leading one of our prayers as well. Uh, and Dr. Joe Godfrey will be there. He'll be uh, reading scripture, doing a scripture sharing, and uh, and I'll do whatever else needs to be done. That's kind of the way I play it. But that's at 11 o'clock. Uh, I do anticipate that uh, a lot of our elected officials, legislators, and uh, hopefully some of our Supreme Court uh, justices, some of them came last year, and just other elected people and those who serve in their office will step out of their offices and come out and join us for prayer at 11 a.m. Uh, on um, on Wednesday morning. And so, uh, so we're looking forward to that coming up. And uh, just implore any of you who can come, please come. If you know someone in the area, maybe you're in North Alabama and you say, I can't get there, but maybe you could uh, send word to someone you know more in the river region, uh, you know, close, closer to Montgomery. Maybe they could come over and be with us. Uh, it's important for us to pray, and it's important um, for, um, for us to make a good showing and just going, hey, we care. We're here for you. We want to pray for you. And, uh, and encourage you uh, in, in, in doing the right things and in, in, um, in carrying out your duties uh, righteously. So that'll be Wednesday. I'll mention that another time or two uh, as we move forward during this hour because different people will join us. But look, we just got today and tomorrow to promote this. So we want to try to get the word out the very best we can. I'm going to be with you until 6 p.m. Uh, Nate is going to pick up and carry forth during the uh, second hour. Yes, sir. Uh, Oftentimes, I'm just kind of resetting the, the slate here. Uh, when I'm in Montgomery, quite often I have events at night as well. So uh, I'll be in the state house all day long. They'll break up late afternoon. Uh, I'll come, be on the radio as long as I can. And then it's nothing for me just to head right back out to an event in the evening to speak at something or pray at something or, or be there. So, uh, so that happens a lot. Uh, so that will be a lot on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And so that's uh, we got Nate and we got uh, Paul Brazier, and those guys will help step in and fill the gap for us uh, when those times come. And so Nate's going to do that tonight. I'll be with you until 6, and, and we'll try during the 5 to 6 o'clock hour to give you the legislative update um, as listeners listen in from 5 until 6, and I'll, I'll hit what happened in the State House that day, what's coming the next day, what's coming the next week, and we'll try to set you up uh, so you can know how to pray and also know how to be active. You know, know how to reach out to your legislator and uh, and, and and sort of um, you know make a phone call or a message or a text every now and then when you need to. Uh, they need to hear from uh, their constituents, and so we'll do our best to try to uh, let you know who those people are and uh, and encourage you to reach out to them at strategic times or at times when they do need to hear from um, you know from, from their people. So we're looking forward to that as well. Um, one of those times is probably going to come this week or or next week. Right now is, though, certainly the time. You know, you've heard us talk a lot about the gambling issue. We anticipate that's going to come up very quickly in the House of Representatives, a comprehensive gambling bill. 
that would include, uh, to the best of our knowledge, because we still haven't seen the bill, and there's talk that it you know, could actually even be on the floor for a vote Thursday, and we still haven't seen the bill. Now, some of the legislators have seen it because it's been made available, but it's locked up in a room and no one else can look at it. As of last I checked, that's still the case. Uh, but it will uh, go before the Economic Development and Tourism Committee, who's, that is chaired by uh, Representative uh, Chairman Andy Witt, of course, from way up in Athens, Alabama, right up uh, in the very northern part of the state. And uh, this would uh, include, a, uh, best we know, something like 10 Class Three casinos in the state of Alabama. Those are Vegas-style casinos, okay, Class Three. that's what that means. Ala Vegas would really be what we could uh, become known as. Uh, also, uh, those those um, casinos would include sports book uh, inside of them, where people could do in-person sports betting, but then also have online sports betting as well. Which, um, and I'll mention, and as well, a lottery also, at least a paper lottery, if not an online lottery. We haven't seen the bill, but let me mention the sports betting. Uh, last night, sixty minutes uh, had a segment on their hour-long program during it, uh, dealing with uh, the, the, the sports uh, betting, online sports or digital sports betting issue. Did any of you gentlemen see that last night? I did not see it, but I saw what we posted or what you posted on Facebook. I did, yeah. And can you take that and just share it to our Priority Talk page as well, Nate? I will do that. You know, uh, it's on our ALCAP page, ALCAP, if you'll just go look at it there. Um, I, I posted the link. You can just go watch the story. I guess it's uh, eh, 10, 12 minutes long. And uh, it does feature Mr. Harry Levant, who has been a guest on this program, both in person and by the phone. And uh, he is, I think, uh, probably he and Les Bernal are the two leading uh, voices and, 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 and very knowledgeable as well. They, they both have the knowledge and the communication skills to be the front people warning people of the dangers of, uh, of sports betting and, and, and overall betting, but especially the sports betting because, um, you know, people know what casinos are and people know what comes with them. People know what a lottery is by and large. Now, a lot of people don't realize that lotteries are now online as well. And, and uh, you know, that, that takes it to a whole other level of marketing and promotion and putting it right on your phone and, you know, right in your social media feed, you know, they'll be buying ads and putting them just right there in front of you. And so I say people know what the lottery is. Uh, you know, it's also online, but people really don't understand uh, digital sports betting and how, uh, how dangerous it is. And so they did a great expose. And I mean, it, it, it really, there was very little defense of what this has become. And, and how predatory it is, especially on young males. They named uh, the ages of 25 to 35 uh, and also talked about some that were younger that got started when they were in high school or college, uh, and then it escalated uh, between the ages of 25 and 35. Nate, it actually, one of the gentlemen on there, you've heard me talk about this, one of the gentlemen on there actually talked about how they also bet on sports in the middle of the night on sports on the other side of the world. Sports they know nothing of. Wow. And, and I've talked about that numerous times, both when I'm speaking and here on the air, uh, about how people, not only do they bet on college or you know professional sports here in America, but especially if they get behind uh, one night or one weekend, uh, they'll start going to, they'll, start, they'll keep betting through the night. And of course, that's the, 
eventually you start betting on sports in other time zones on other in other parts of the world because that's when it's daylight there and then they begin to have their their games of the day and uh, one of the gentlemen the young man on there who had been an addict actually spoke of that and uh, and talked about it and i thought well there's good confirmation because i've been sharing that and now here's a guy saying hey i actually uh, do that and have done that uh, so anyway, it was an incredible segment. You need to go watch it. Listen, if you have young males in your life, and I'm just going to say, I'm not young anymore, all right? I'll be 52 this year, although for some reason people have a hard time believing that, but I'll be 52. Um, you don't look 52. I get that all the time. I don't know how, but people say it, And but I'll be 52. You guys are half my age, okay? You guys are You guys are 25, 26, 27 years old. You are the time, you are the prime target for this industry. And uh, so some of you out there who are my age, who have kids, Nate and Josh and Stuart's age, or grandparents uh, of those age kids, uh, or young, young men, kids and young men and young adults, um, you need to really clue in on this and understand the dangers. This is not something to be played with. This micro betting. Let me take a break and I'll come back and we'll talk more about micro betting within the space of digital sports betting. And it's very, very dangerous. Uh, I, I believe it's immoral to prey upon these folks. And so that's why we talk about it. This is Priority Talk. Greg Davis here with you, Nate Williams. Let's take this break and we'll come back and I'll explain that until the bottom of the hour. And then I'll tell you a little bit more about the logistics of, I think, what's going to happen in Montgomery this week. Stay with us. Priority Talk. Here at Priority Talk, we're showcasing our longest-running advertiser and good friend of the show, Today's Family Dentistry, your family hometown dental practice, conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians and a friendly staff who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with all the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield, all kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment at 256 239-3337. That's today's Family Dentistry, located in downtown Coleman, directly behind the Coleman County Courthouse. That's 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly hometown dentists in Coleman. Hi, this is Kevin Sorbo, and you lucky people are listening to Greg Davis, on Priority Talk. I see you in the ordinary. In the ordinary. You make my day. Okay, and we're back in. Greg Davis here with you. And uh, we are thrilled to uh, be broadcasting today from Montgomery. It's uh, been a little while since I've uh, done that. And so we're set back up. Uh, this is what we do during this time of year. And we hope that you guys will... Uh, hang with us and listen in during the 5 o'clock hour uh, during the week, and we'll try to tell you what's happening with the legislative session. And uh, these are issues that affect our families, our communities, our churches, and so uh, we want to be sure and keep you up to date. Okay, so the sports betting, the, the story on 60 Minutes last night was very powerful. I knew it was coming on, 
ESPN has a story that's coming out this week as well on uh, the dangers of, uh, of sports betting, digital sports betting in particular, and then what's called micro sports betting, which is more than just betting on uh, you know game to game, but it's actually betting on basically play to play or pitch to pitch uh, within a game. So like, uh, will the next play be more or less five yards? Will it be a run or a pass? Uh, you know, will there be a fumble on the next play? I mean, you can bet on all this stuff, and it happens so fast. It's called micro betting, and it happens really fast, and these odds and stuff are run by artificial intelligence. And I'll just remind you, keep in mind that when you bet online and you're watching something on television, don't forget there's a delay there. Think about it. <laughs> you're betting online on things that happen very quickly, pitch to pitch, play to play, and you're watching an event on television that has a delay, and you're dealing with artificial intelligence. Nothing can go wrong there, can it? Think oh, about it. Not at all. Think about it. All right, Tony's with us from Gadsden. What's going on, Tony? I just wanted to say it's our two-year anniversary of switching to 5 o'clock. Yes. That came up, and uh, everybody that can't make it to Montgomery you can take your little circle of people, whether it be on Facebook or in your little church group, and you can push each other to try to contact some people and let them know. And we can all pray at home if you can't make it. Well, absolutely. Time. Absolutely. Yeah, 11 a.m. Or, or any time, but in particular at 11 a.m. Uh, and we need those who to can make vocal. it, it sure, sure is nice when people can come and stand there with the legislators and just pray with them, you know. We have a chance to just stop and pray together, and that's that's pretty neat. But if you can't get here, certainly make it a matter of prayer wherever you may be. Exactly, and uh, we need to be vocal about what's going on in our church because it seems like the churches just kind of skip over it. I've been trying to push people in our church to listen every day at 5 o'clock, listen to Greg, and listen to Nate at night. Yes, sir, Tony, and we appreciate that, my friend. Thank you so much, and uh, maybe I'll see you this upcoming weekend. I hope so. I'll be there. All right, All right. you let All me know. Bye-bye. All right, thank you, brother. All right, yeah, Tony may uh, come and, and visit with me. I'm going to be at Cherry Street Baptist Church in Atala this Sunday morning, and uh, Tony says that's uh, kind of in his neck of the woods that he may come over and see us. Let me mention something today. I'll I tell you, one conversation, a lot of legislators were there today at the State House. Uh, because they were having some committee meetings, and some of them just came in early to get a head start on some of the work they've got to do. I had one in particular. Let me tell you, a good, a good legislator, a member of a, a Baptist church in his town, good, strong church. I know him well. He, he's a hard no on gambling. He knows how bad it is. He knows it. He's a hard no. People know he's a hard no, okay? He said, uh, man, I haven't heard from my pastor one time on this issue, not once, just to check in with me about any of this but he was talking about gambling specifically he said I haven't heard one time um, he said I, I guess they know where I stand on things but he said man it, you know it'd kind of just be nice to hear from your pastor or some people at church you know boy if you got a good one and they're doing things right and you know them and you can contact them and say thank you that can go a long way in encouraging somebody when they're under a lot of pressure bottom of the hour we'll be right back Remember to join the Priority Talk text line. Text PTR at 205-941-1011. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... Wow. Yeah. My life be like... 
Welcome back in Priority Talk Radio here on this Monday evening, just after the bottom of the hour. Greg Debson, Nate Williams here with you. Uh, hey, our number, 205-941-1011. Uh, you can uh, reach us by the phone or by the text, 205-941-1011. Call us or text us, and uh, we'll get back into uh, this issue here in just a moment. Let me remind you, though, about an evening with Harrison Scott Key coming up just a couple of weeks from now, February 24th. Uh, at Sanford University's Wright Center. You'll share uh, Harrison Scott Key, author of How to Stay Married, will share hilarious and thought-provoking insights on love, marriage, and the human experience with us. Uh, it's at 6.30 until 8 p.m. there at Sanford University's Wright Center, and uh, an evening filled with laughter, wisdom, and a dose of honesty. Again, that's Harrison Scott Key, uh, best-selling author and great communicator, and uh, that's at the right center. Get your tickets at tacticalfaith.com, tacticalfaith.com. You can get your tickets for this great event. Uh, men, a wonderful uh, date night. All right, go out to uh, dinner uh, and then uh, make your way. It's on a Saturday, so you got plenty of time. For most people, you got, got the day. Make a day of it and go see Harrison Scott Key uh, at Sanford University's Wright Center. Tactical Faith. Dot com. Um, all righty, let's uh, keep moving with it here. Where I really needed to get to was uh, to alert everyone of um, the uh, the gambling, the comprehensive gambling package. Now, the reason I, I'm highlighting this so much is because uh, it will change the face of our state. There's no doubt about it. Uh, gambling does happen in our state now, uh, both legally and and illegally. Okay, there is gambling in our state, and people some people do break the law. You know, people break laws. Y'all ever notice that? Okay, people break laws. Um, but uh, because people break the law is not a good reason to just to just change the law. Uh, that sort of tell kind of makes crime pay, doesn't it? Uh, and so we've got an economic development and tourism. Uh, committee that this will go through in the House of Representatives. I've mentioned Representative Andy Witt, who I've met with several times on this issue. Uh, you know, we have a, a real clear, you know, um, uh, we have a good relationship. We have a, a very clear understanding of, uh, you know, where we're at on this issue. Um, but uh, he's up in the Athens area. I know we have a lot of listeners up that way. And, and I'm going to give you guys these names just so you can uh, contact these legislators. Now, right now, the committee is what is most important, but any uh, House member uh, that you can reach out to certainly do it because honestly, there's an, there's the chance this bill could be voted on in the House this week. Absolutely, could happen this week. I, I hope not. I hope it'll be at least next week, uh, so there'll be some time for people to be able to actually read the bill and study the bill and uh, and get opinions on the bill and find out what's in it and be able you know talking 140 page bill um, it's hard to look at it and then just immediately vote on it unless unless you've uh, already made up your mind before you ever read a bill and that's that's very uh, nancy pelosi and chuck schumer shouldn't it pretty shouldn't much do that so representative andy witt uh, also uh representative jenny shaver uh who's also in our listening audience over in uh, northeast alabama uh, rolanda hollis uh is uh, the ranking minority member and uh, then uh, Representative Corey Harbison, who's also in our listening audience. Uh, a lot of you know Representative Harbison in, uh, from Coleman County. 
Alan Treadaway from uh, the North Jefferson County area. Uh, I don't know if he has. I don't know if he has some of Blunt County or not. I'm not sure, but he certainly is in the North Jefferson. Neil Rafferty, who uh, represents a portion of Birmingham. Uh, Tashana Morris, uh, Steve Klaus, who is down in uh, South Alabama. Chip Browns in Mobile. Chad Robertson, Representative Chad Robertson. Uh, he, he's in our listening audience. Uh, uh, Cleburne and Calhoun counties, I believe, are his district. And then Frances Hope Jones, who I was able to sit in her office with her today, actually. And she's down in uh, the very southern part of the state, southern Baldwin County, right down on the coast. So those are the members of your House Economic Development and Tourism Committee. And uh, we'll see. Um, I got a feeling this bill is going to fly right through that committee whenever it meets. I believe this committee was put together for that purpose, uh, you know, for the for this kind of moment. And uh, sure does. There's not a lot of people on there I can count as guys that are just not going to support uh, legalizing and normalizing gambling. So, but those are the people. And uh, if, if you if those names register with you or those uh, locations I called register with you. Find a way to get in contact with them and let them know. I literally can tell you that uh, they will tell me one after another, I never hear from anybody who doesn't want gambling. I mean, it, that's it. And they sure never hear from anybody they consider to be church people or pastors. Very rarely. And that's a shame. That is really, really a shame. Uh, so those are the ones you want to, uh, to make contact with. Um, you know, this will change the face of our state. What happens now illegally um, and legally, sort of around the edges, on the margins, will be, uh, if legalized, will normalize a behavior that we know is destructive. We know it's destructive. Um, the uh, American Psychiatric Association now uh, classifies gambling addiction in the same manner that it classifies opioid addiction. And uh, I know no, none of our legislators would ever say, at this point, I don't think any of them would say, hey, man, people are just getting opioids anyway. They're using them. They're trafficking them. Man, we might as well just legalize it and, you know, and, and, and see if we can make some money off of it. Let, you know, let's, let's put a commission in place over opioid legalization. You know, let's regulate opioids. And so that way we can... Um, tax it, you know, make sure that we get our part of it and give it back for opioid uh, treatments. I mean, no one would do that. But this is no different. This is an addictive behavior uh, straight from the American Psychiatric Association tells us that, and, uh, and we should treat it as such. And, uh, and, it, and it's a destructive behavior. We know that. Okay, so that's happening this week. We don't know uh, the exact layout or the timeline. Um, could even, I mean, there's the possibility that uh, this committee could be meeting basically at the very same time that we have our prayer rally on Wednesday at 11 a.m. Now, I don't know that because it's not been posted yet. Normally, uh, you know, you know when committees are going to meet. Um, you know, it, there's not a secret about that. But right now, we, uh, we don't know if this group will meet this week or not. If they do, it would be on Wednesday. Our prayer rally is uh, on Wednesday at... 11 a.m., ALCAP and the Alabama Policy Institute and Eagle Forum of Alabama all uh, going in together to uh, have a time of prayer with and for our, our uh, elected leaders. And so join us at the Alabama State House at 11 a.m. 
on Wednesday. And if you're not, as Tony said, if you're not able to show up in person, which I know most of you can't do, but maybe there's a few who can, who would like to come down and be a part of something like that in the state capitol. Um, but if you can't, join us in prayer wherever you may be at that time at 11 a.m. and pray for this legislative session. Uh, I'll be uh, working real hard tomorrow, inviting everyone to come um, that's you know working in the state house or in the surrounding area. I'll be hoofing it tomorrow all over the place, trying to hand out little invitations and reminders and uh, make sure the word gets spread and texting people and all that. And hopefully we'll have a nice group. Uh, show up to pray. I think it's important. I, I think uh, you know we value uh, prayer in this state, and I hope that uh, that will continue to be valued. And again, if you missed that 60-minute uh, segment on uh, Sunday evening on the dangers of digital sports betting, we have now shared that to our uh, social media. Uh, Nate, just to Facebook, where all did we put it? It is on our Facebook page. Okay. So if you want to head to our, our Priority Talk, Priority Talk Radio Facebook page, uh, that's going to be the, the, the latest post. We'll be right there for you. And we hope that you'll uh, go and watch that. It's about 10 or 12 minutes long, I'm guessing, something like that. I didn't time it. And uh, it's really good. You need to watch it because this is exactly what they're bringing uh, to our state if this is, uh, if this is able to, uh, to pass through. Uh, and then it would go to a, a vote, a statewide vote. Uh, in November. Now, one of the big things, you know, we hear a lot is from the legislators, and some of them have been, some of them tell me this in private, some of them say it publicly, is, uh, yeah, hey, I'm against this, you know, I'll be a no in November if it's on the ballot to change the Constitution to uh, to allow uh, 10 casinos and sports betting and a lottery into our state. You know, I will vote against it at the at the, at the November ballot, but here in the legislature, I'm going to vote for it. Now, honestly, guys, that, that is really not a good uh, argument. Uh, I respect some of the people who say that. I, I, get, I, can, I can see how they get there, but it's not a good argument. You know, even as legislators, uh, this is an issue that would go to the people because it requires a constitutional amendment. But as a legislator, now, this is my thinking on it, and you tell, guys tell me if you agree or not. You always have a responsibility to bring uh, good public policy to the people. Uh, you, you shouldn't bring something to the to a to a vote of the people that you do not believe is good public policy. If you're not able to vote for it yourself at the poll, you must not think it's good public policy. And so it's it's kind of a um, kind of a soft argument in my opinion. Uh, I would rather somebody not vote a legislator. They cannot vote on the issue. They can sit, they can just say, you know what? I don't believe this is good public policy. And to to get to get past this has to have yes votes. And so they cannot vote yes and not vote. And to me, that's a better spot to take than just to say I'm going to be a yes vote to send what I believe is poor public policy to the people of Alabama to vote on, knowing full well that the people who go to the polls and vote will never truly understand what they're voting on fully. In fact, have you guys been getting the text messages? I have uh, not. Okay, I've gotten multiple of them. 
Uh, I don't know why. You guys must not be in the right demographic. Uh, I was on the phone with a guy today, and he got one while we were on the phone. And when I hung up, um, I got there, and I, I, I looked at my phone, and I had gotten the same one he got. I have gotten multiple text messages uh, from a group, Give Alabama Voice or something like that. And they're promoting this bill. But you know what they're promoting? They keep talking about? They what? keep talking about, hey, w- would you be upset if you knew your legislators wouldn't vote to let you have a lottery? Uh, one of them even said, don't you think we should have the, you know, the legal right to vote on ball games here in the state of Alabama? But guess what they never mention in these texts? They never promote casinos. Not, I haven't seen one. I have people send them to me when they get them. I've not seen a one of these actually mention, hey, this would also bring 10 Las Vegas casinos to the state of Alabama. They're not going to tell the full truth. That's the problem. When you send this to a vote of the people, uh, yes, uh, people should be informed. But look, most people are never going to be as informed as the legislators should be informed. And if you don't think this is good public policy, that you can bring uh, to the people and say, this is something that we believe is right, and we're, and we're bringing it to you so you can approve it for a constitutional amendment, um, I don't see how you should vote for it. Uh, I, I just, uh, you know, and I'm not saying people that do that, I'm, I don't dislike them. Uh, it's not that they can't be my friends. Uh, it's not that I can't uh, still respect them, um, you know, as people. And, uh, and get along with them and work with them on other issues. And, uh, but, but I just think it's kind of a weak uh, place to take uh, that you're going to uh, count on the, uh, a public that will be underinformed or misinformed on the issue. Uh, there will not be the outlets. You know, the pro-gambling forces will outspend um, the people who are going to sort of tell the whole truth about what's happening here they will outspend us, oh, probably 50 to 1 in dollars. And there's not a candidate out there that could win their race if they got outspent 50 to 1. Uh, it would be misinformation, underinformation, bad information, and that's what will happen. And look, the gambling industry can outspend us 50 to 1 because they stand to make billions off of this if it passes. This is just a cost of doing business, it's an investment for them. Those who are trying to tell the whole truth and stop something like this from happening uh, have nothing to gain from it, only to lose. Nate? Yeah, I I agree. I agree. We, we're not going to be able to trust if it came down to a vote. We're not going to be able to trust that we'd get right information. So well, I'm, no, I'm yeah, with you. We can't let you, it get to that point. Absolutely will not. Yeah, and you can already see it with the text messages that are being sent. Um, that They're already misleading and, and only talking about lotteries and sports bettings, and primarily lottery is what they're mainly talking about. Here, here was the thing. Would you be happy, happy if you knew your state representative stopped the lottery from coming to Alabama? Learn more at, and then they give you this link. And when you go to that site, it, it does not talk about the fact that this would also bring 10 Las Vegas casinos to the state of Alabama. And, and it, obviously, it's because nobody wants casinos. Uh, it brings with it a whole no. bunch of uh, messy situations, and so they're they're going to hide that for sure. Yeah. Well, we've heard this. You know, I'm a yes uh, as a representative, and I'm a no as a citizen. And I, I, I just, in good conscience, don't know how you can bring uh, policy that you know 
is not good. Or if it was good, you'd vote for it as a citizen. And how you can vote for it in your ultimate responsibility as one of 105 or one of 35 in the House or Senate and then say, but I'm going to vote against it as one of three million is not being a good steward of the influence that God's given you. All right, I've got to take a break, 205-941-1011. I'm going to check the text messages here during the break. If you got thoughts, send them our way, 205-941-1011. Often, marketing agencies make high promises with low delivery. Business owners have been burnt by these types of companies time and time again. Dot Edison Marketing is built on integrity. They retain customers four times the industry average, move past multiple vendors, lost time, lost money. Contact Dot Edison Marketing and find your marketing partner with integrity at its core. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at .edison.com. Hey everybody, this is Michael Hyatt. You're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk Radio. All right, we welcome you back in six minutes until 6 p.m., uh, I'll be ducking out during the second hour today, and Nate will be uh, taking everybody on for the distance until 7 p.m. Uh, just talked a lot about the upcoming legislative session, a lot about our prayer rally on Wednesday at 11 a.m. at the Alabama State House in Montgomery. We invite anyone down. Uh, we got we have uh, two pastors from within our uh, listening area of 101.1 that'll be uh, leading prayers, and then also one pastor from Montgomery. And so come on down if you can. 11 a.m. Wednesday is the uh, ALCAP Eagle Forum Alabama Policy Institute prayer rally on the State House steps. Um, I was in uh, quickly was in in and out twice today of a, a lengthy uh, general budget meeting. Uh, I just tell you those are really boring. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, they're talking about billions of dollars here and billions of dollars there. I get lost in it. But one of the big issues there is prisons and uh, Alabama's need to uh, to build another prison and the cost have just uh, you know with inflation have went through the roof of what it's going to cost to build such a prison and you know when when you can't afford to to build enough prisons for your criminals you got a problem I agree uh, something has flipped upside down um, when you got more crime than you got money, you got a, some, something's wrong. Somebody has switched the price tags on on the uh, on the products, and uh, that is a sign. I don't care where it's at, what time period it is. I don't care if it's the Roman Empire or now or down the road. Uh, that is a sign of a uh, of a collapsing culture. When uh, when you don't have enough prisons enough room in prison for all the criminals so and then you don't have enough money to even build more prisons you got a problem so uh, that should be a sign to us and certainly i don't think that uh, legalizing normalizing um, casinos in our state and uh, and, and organized crime like uh, sports betting is going to be something that's going to decrease the need for more prison in our state uh, also today, um, 
Republican caucus of the House of Representatives released its legislative platform, and so they're calling it Leadership That Works. Of course, uh, Representative Scott Stathagen is the majority leader in the House, and he had a, a group um, that was chaired by Representative Randall Shedd uh, out of Fairview, Representative Shedd out of the Coleman Fairview area. And their priorities included, let me just share these with you. Here, here are the priorities for the Republican caucus. Uh, in, now, that doesn't mean it's Republican leadership, but Republican caucus. That's the members of the Republican Party in the House of Representatives. Ensuring honest elections in Alabama. I think that's important with a presidential election year coming and congressional races. Providing a quality education for every Alabama child. Strengthening and continue Alabama's historic economy. Keeping Alabama the most military-friendly state in the nation, preserving Alabama's public safety, and creating safer communities, promoting and prioritizing made-in-Alabama products, protecting our children from harm, and streamlining state government and demanding fiscal accountability. Uh, now, some of these are, of course, going to deal with uh, controversial issues like school choice, it's a big priority. Uh, the governor will be giving her state of the state address Tuesday evening. And uh, I think that's probably going to be a big part of it. Now, what will be interesting is does she also mention, mention gambling legislation in the state of the state address? That will be very interesting. Will you, Governor Ivey mention gambling, the need for gambling uh, legalization in her state of the state? Do you think she will? Do you have any predictions? I don't think she will. Mm-mm. I don't think she will. But we'll find out tomorrow night, and we'll be able to talk about it on Wednesday. Ballot harvesting is also going to be another uh, top issue, I think, within these uh, points, ballot harvesting. You know, uh, Representative Jamie Kill had a, a bill last year, um, and, uh, you know, i just be honest, Democrats blow up over it. They, they do not like the idea of uh, punishing people who harvest ballots, who go out and collect ballots from other people uh, and, and basically what, what could be surmised is vote for people. And they do not like that. Uh, so anyway, that was some of the priorities laid out. Another thing to think on this, uh, on this gambling issue is if it goes to a statewide vote in November, uh, remember uh, that uh, I think that the general consensus is that uh, a, a pro-gambling bill a pro-gambling constitutional amendment in November would drive more Democrats to the polls than Republicans. And you've got a couple, especially one, new congressional district that's going to be highly competitive between Republican and Democrat candidates. And it could be what sways that. And that could flip the balance of power in Washington, D.C.